so I say today we jump up to a half brain okay. difficulty. Yeah. Which gives us a few options. Do you have a musical selection for the day? I do. Yeah, I want to I wanna tell the audience that I had an old record player and a bunch of classical records in my closet. We got it out. That's what we're listening to. We didn't just YouTube some classical music. We're putting on a proper classical record to do this maze. Mm-hmm. While last week's selection was Bach, this week is Vivaldi. I was thinking either Weave, which is an over-under maze, or a four-dimensional maze. Four dimensions? It doesn't have four dimensions, it's just that there's two mazes and there's certain points where you can jump between them. Okay. What was the other one? Weave. Which looks like a basket. It looks like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Let's do weave. Okay. I'm gonna go photocopy it. See, a lot of people think the only Vivaldi concerto is the Four Seasons, but what they don't know is he's got others. He does? That are really? also great. Interesting. Yeah. Because I thought he was just like a one-hit wonder. Nope. No. And that's fascinating. Actually, there's like a part on the other side of this record of this flute concerto that I think is fucking awesome. Smoking a pipe. A nice tobacco <laughs> pipe. That match is still burning. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love how you're doing this like you're on camera. Like the way you tried to wave that back <laughs> is like cinematic. I'm, I'm puffing on it very visually. <laughs> it has a great smell. Where was that tobacco grown? Uh, is, is that a Cuban or uh, Let me find out. Perhaps uh, a, a Yorkfordshire a tree. This is called Captain Black Pipe Tobacco. <laughs> I got it at like a stupid mm. pipe store. A scoundrel's pipe tobacco. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Zesty, flavorful adventure in pipe smoking. <laughs> Adventures in pipe smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Keeping Your Mind Sharp, Volume 2. <laughs> Today's maze looks like a fucking nightmare of a weaving basket that you just have to like figure out your way how to get across the shredded wheat. Yeah. Well, you know, last time we did a 3D maze, and this is an over-under style maze. Yeah, it's not gonna you know, be easy to figure out. You know, last time I realized sort of what I enjoyed was uh, just, you know, you just following the path. <laughs> not so worried about where the end is. You're, you're saying use it more like a meditative thing than a thing you're trying to race to the end of. Right. Become the maze. Become the maze. In your mind. Shall we begin? Let's begin. Let's begin. Start. Where is this leading me? I'm having exactly the same thought. Oh, I got onto one of the higher levels. Oh boy. You know, I like to imagine that there's probably nice plants planted along this walkway. That's a good thought. Oh, fuck. You know, since it goes over and under, there would be, like, oh, overpasses and, and waterfalls. Oh, fuck! <laughs> dead end. I haven't hit a dead end yet. Hmm. I will I say that I'm gonna there's go this way from here. absolutely no way for me to look at this and tell if I'm going in a good direction or a bad one. Yeah. is isn't, uh... Well, you weren't you hoping to be able to look at a maze and just know it? Well, I'm not gonna get God it, damn it after just two. 
I'm not gonna get it after just two. I'm starting over. Mm. I'm deep in it. I'm deep in it. Oh, first dead end. Turning around. Going back. Oh boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh fuck. Oh, I thought I had it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I walked past the exit, but I couldn't get off. This place is just filled with dead like ends. Dead end. So maybe this is what it's like to be an ant invading a picnic. I guess. Crawling along the basket. But they can't see ahead. Well, I can't really either. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think there was anywhere else for me to turn. Fucking I think I've got to go back. Shit, i got to start all the way over again. Me too. I'm going to go this way. Damn it! This one's hard. It's an interesting choice down here for the left and right. I think I'm gonna go left, which loops back around and takes me up a level. Yep, that's another dead end for me. Go back to that left I took and take a right. I was so confident after last time when I nailed it so fast. Hmm. Interesting. It's another dead end. Are we sure that it that there's a solution? Yeah, there is. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I would say, oh, I came close, but that's not really how this works. Right, exactly. You did that route that took you past it? I've done a couple that take mm -hmm. me past it. I've ended up on a more complicated route, which makes me feel better about my chances that there's a solution in this one. Yeah, I've felt that before. I... I... And by the end of this, I will have found every dead end that you can find. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we are, season two, episode six. It's the end of day one. The end of day one, and at this point, we were not even sure we were going to meet up the next day. And what ended up happening is the following day, we met up like late in the afternoon for a gaming session that I didn't recover from for like a month. Well, to give a little spoiler of what happens in the second half of season two, we wound up meeting up at 3 p.m. for day two, and we didn't stop playing until 10 a.m. So you do have that to look forward to. This episode starts at like around midnight, and we ended around 2 a.m.-ish. Yeah, I think late, but not crazy. Not insane. Like before the bar is closed, you know? Bef that's good <laughs> measurement. We were recording this when episodes of season one were being released, and we heard from some fan in Britain who was like, the episode's not out yet. And so we were joking around about how this guy was wanting the episode. Mm -hmm. And away we go. They're like, I don't know what you, you chaps get up to over there, but across the pond, the day is almost finished. <laughs> And I was hoping to listen with my tea and scones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope that people listen to this with tea and scones. Too. Some good clotted cream. I really want some scones. Why? I know we've talked about this before, but why is there no clotted cream in America? It's like the best. 
It's like the best I fucking don't even shit. I really know what it is. It's, it's shit that English people put on scones, and it's fucking amazing. It's like some kind of creamy butter. It sounds like something you'd get out of the heart of an animal that died of a bad lifestyle. It does, and now think about it. <laughs> think about how good that would taste on bread. The fat scraped out of a dead, like, an animal that's been Plus. eating a lot of bacon. <laughs> A pig that's been eating a lot of a bacon. A pig that's been eating a lot of bacon. You scrape out the cholesterol and you just spread it on your scone. This idea makes me want to throw up every time I hear it. Of like <laughs> congealed heart matter Just on cholesterol. Bread. Spread it out. Clotted cream. Cream clots. <laughs> clots of cream. It's the clots <laughs> that you get when you just feed an animal cream. You know how foie gras, like you've got to force feed the duck? Right. Like you take a... You take a pig i guess because they have big hearts you right know, and yeah you just feed them only cream and then the clots you get from that you spread it on your scone yeah it's my idea for my new restaurant we're gonna do this to animals and serve i'm i would go instantly you would be an Sounds instant so hit gross to me it's amazing it's not i mean i'm not a bit describing it as as amazing but it's great. that's not what clotted cream <laughs> that's not what clotted cream is it's not direct from the heart but it's derived from it what I imagine it to be is like if you took heavy whipping cream and yeah. lightly whipped it so it's not whipped cream and you don't have sugar, but you make it thick so it's mm-hmm. spreadable. Let me, let me get a description. Sometimes called Devonshire or Cornish cream. It's a thick cream made by indirectly heating full cream cow's milk using steam or a water bath and then leaving it in shallow pans to cool slowly. During this time, the cream content rises to the surface and forms clots or clots. Mm-hmm. It forms an essential part of cream tea. Cream tea? Now, now you're talking British. I mean, if we, we should just make our own clotted cream so that you can have some. Like next season, like during the recording, we can make like walk throughout whenever. the process of. You're Your right. Whenever doesn't we have to be this. <laughs> yeah, but I want to do it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I can do things and not have them be recorded. I mean, look at look at the that's it's yeah okay. Looks tasty. Stop blasting. It's not a blast for me. <laughs> I'm not having a blast over here. I kind of am having a blast. <laughs> I kind of am pretty into this. Like in the game a lot? The game is pretty good. I definitely don't feel that like that feeling of like, you ready to do this for 15 I'm hours? Not, yeah, like, I'm not dreading playing this whole thing. Whereas by this point in the first one, I was really like, what have we, we have designed? so what long to done? go. <laughs> Wow, listen to this. This is by William Barry Peacock from Manchester, England in 1853. This is about clotted His cream. His last name is Peacock? His last name is Peacock. This is about clotted cream. Mm-hmm. It's orient tinge like springtime morn, or baby buttercups newly born. It's balmy perfume, delicate pulp, one longs to swallow it all in a gulp. Sure man had never such gifts or theme as your melted mouthy Devonshire cream. A eulogy on a can of <laughs> A eulogy on a can of cream sent from a lady in Exeter. I can only hope that like someday all that's left of me is a poem like that. <laughs> <laughs>
like all about the beauty of like a, a really decadent uh, food like, like butter. Just like a limerick I wrote about right. fruit snacks. I could not believe it was not butter. <laughs> My heart was certainly quite a flutter. I am too tired to think of a limerick. It is not margarine that you dream. It is something else entirely. Not cream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unreasonably proud of coming up with that limerick on the spot. I can't limerick on the spot. I'm terrible at it inherently. I'm amazed that I was able to do that. Don't think I can limerick. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I can't rhyme. Oh, yeah, we've established that. Rhyming doesn't that. make a lot of sense to me. Kane and Yang, you thought those rhymed. There's... I don't see why they don't. I know they don't, but it doesn't... I don't know. I cannot write a limerick. It really does make me sick. If I continued to try this hard, I would be as useful as our fucking bard. Yeah, well, there you go. See, I'm, you're I'm a, not bad I, at it. it. I, yeah, I am. That was you not a good... Did it. That you was a, did it, though. It, but it was garbage. But you did... They're all garbage. They're limericks. You're right. There's no good limerick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this isn't a whorehouse. You know it is. <laughs> so we take the Crystal of Earth back to the sages in Teroria, Teroia. The, the clerics of Teroia. The clerics, who are going to let us borrow it. Mm -hmm. And then Cain uses his, like, mind power to tell us, hey, meet me over here, bring the crystal, we'll make the exchange. He uses a mind power. Cain uses the mind power. Yeah, maybe he needs Golbez's help to do it. I don't know. But sometimes hmm. he does it. Hmm. The crystal of Earth, you got it back. Great. Kane! Go outside and get on your airship. I'll take you to where Rosa is. We're not gonna fall for this, are we? Really? I well, can't. I don't think this is falling for this. I mean, don't we have our own plan? Doesn't seem like it. Seems like... Seems like, seems like we went and got the crystal for him. Like, what are we gonna do with it? We're gonna fight him and take both. Okay. That's, I guess that's a plan. I mean... That's an idea. See, he's probably gonna kill us and take both. I think we both have the same plan. So we meet up with Kane, and he's like, Rosa's somewhere else. Follow me. Follow me. Yeah, not at the predetermined meeting spot. Right. I mean, come on. Everything is pointing to this is not gonna work. Yeah, this sh guns should be drawn. This should be like, a, this wasn't what we planned on, man. Exactly. This wasn't the deal. Do not hurry. Master Gerbils wants to thank you personally. Gerbils? He's like, follow me, I'll take you to where Rosa is. And instead of going like, no, that wasn't the deal. You bring us Rosa and we give you the crystal. We're, We're just like, like, I'm going to follow you to your lair. To your, and yeah. Then, and then not only, it's not like we can just go to the place where she is. we got to fight our way through a whole dungeon to then get to where she is. It's not the deal at all. This was not the deal. We got a bad deal. We got a bad deal. <laughs> sword man. I have become sword man. I was knife man. That was my past. It's totally a Mega Man thing. Sword man. Oh, totally, man. yeah. That would be like a boss. Sword man. Mm. Like things that don't sound like they should be. Men. Types of men. <laughs> Types of men. What are Man. things that are types of men? Well, like Spider-Man is it's like I can understand that. <laughs> what? You know, he's like he's a man with the power like Sword Man. 
Is what is a man with the power of swords? Well, come on. The power, he's, he's a guy with thick sword arms. Is he made of swords? Like, even if I didn't know Spider-Man the superhero, I could be like, oh, he's might be a man, like a Spider-Man, like a monster, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. But, like, Brick-Man? Brick-Man. Bubble-Man? Bubble-Man. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know what any of those are. I know what a Bubble Boy is. Yeah, it's not but a, a Bubble a Man. Boy. That's a totally a man. I don't... No, no one gets to become a Bubble Man, because <laughs> if you're a Bubble Boy, you're lucky to live past 15. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, you can't become a Bubble Man. Poof. Welcome to the Tower of Zot. <laughs> Glad to Glad see you. Glad to see you. We are the minions of Vivalis of the Air. I am Sandy. Sandy. I am Sandy. I am Mindy. We're the major sisters. Not the Powerpuff Girls. Nothing like them. So the Powerpuff Girls tell us that we can't go forward and we gotta mm-hmm. fight them. And they're this kind of interesting fight where they're like three sisters at once. Yeah, and like one of them casts Reflect and one of them heals. and then w- So they have sort of like a dynamic you have to figure out. You gotta figure like, out which to kill first, kind of. This is probably the first like puzzle boss, right? Where like you have to puzzle out how to fight it. Yeah. Take our Delta attack and farewell. Delta attack fails. No way! No way. We gotta no go power way. puff our way up out of this other fucking universe. I can go back and save, right? That's a thing I should do, yeah? I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 Dude, you're a genius. I don't know about genius so much as learning lessons. But, I mean, no one was born... A genius, right? They just learned all the lessons. <laughs> I guess genius is more how quickly you're capable of learning those lessons, not I'm how not many doing, lessons you I'm not you learning know. this lesson at a genius level. <laughs> no, I don't sure. think so, yeah. <laughs> Run away. I'm not going to fight this. There's no need to. So one of the things about the battle screens is that in the box where it says the names of the enemies that you're fighting, it will say, like, if you're fighting two ice beasts, it'll say Ice Beast 2 and, like, Sword Man 3, you know, if you're fighting three sword men. And I couldn't get it out of my head that they were, like, movie titles. A double feature of Sword Man and Ice Beast 2? You don't want that. <laughs> that sounds... That sounds arduous. <laughs> I mean, Ice Beast 1 is classic, but... The sequel is never as good, especially with a B-movie like that. I'm hearing good things about Sword Man, though. Sword Man 3 is alright, actually. Oh, really? I mean, how tired are we at this point? I mean, there are some fans who say that Ice Beast 5 is the best one. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah? But, you know, for me personally, it lays a little too heavily on the cultural and political themes. I think Ice Beast is better when it's pure. I don't know, I mean... Ice Beast versus Swordman turned out to be the best in yeah, the series. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that was the best one. I mean, a lot of the purists don't think so, but I think you and I can both Those agree. people, everybody they knows. just want to be those that kind of a guy, you know? Exactly. You know that guy who's always like, that ruined it for me. I was the mm-hmm, original mm-hmm. Ice Beast all the way. And then what they don't realize is like, Ice Beast versus Swordman made it for a whole new generation. That's the thing. It's like, except that... The new generation loves it more. (laughs) So how tired are we? (laughs) You haven't hurt Rosa, have you? Of course not. Now give me the crystal. This is it. This is the crystal. You handed over the crystal to the earth. I told you we're doing this. What do you mean? Why are we doing this? 
Give back Rosa. Rosa? What are you talking about? What? Exactly. What <laughs> of course this mean? is what happened. What do you <laughs> mean? How did we fall for this? This is the stupidest thing. <laughs> what? Whoa, you're telling you me you're dishonest? <laughs> Foul traitor. I have no business with you, old man. But I, I do. do. Oh, shit. This is for Anna. Oh, yeah, he's got to avenge. Oh, man, he's going to die, too. Oh, boy. Tella, don't kill yourself. Virus. Not a lot of damage. No one can ever defeat me. To defeat me, yeah. Is that a line that's going to be said in every Final Fantasy? <laughs> Something similar. Mateo. That's gotta do it. He was like Medio, and he was like, no, don't. It'll destroy you. No, that was Cecil that said Oh, that. okay. I'm spending my life to defeat you. <laughs> that did a lot of damage. No way. No way. Whoa, he defeated Golbez. Well, Medio spent his life. Worth it, you know? So Tella fights Golbez, and he has this incredible black magic spell called Medio, which he mm -hmm. casts, which also is going to kill him too. Yeah, this is he got it at the top of Mount Ordeals, if it, you all yeah. recall. Uh huh. Back um, in I think episode three. But I have the like... crystal now. Come, Kane. So after Tella kills himself casting Medio. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he has a death wish at yeah, this point. He definitely. wants to die, and he also wants to take out Golbez. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Golbez is fine. So, so you no longer serve my purpose. I will settle this score later, Cecil. I guess that Medio broke my control over him. Oh, did Kane get killed? Or no, I think Kane got his spell broken by Medio. But Golbez is alive still? No, no, ha, Golbez is saying ha. Oh, uh, why not finish me off? I shall see you again. So this is confusing, but I think that Golbez was about to finish us off, and then he realized cosmically that we're brothers, maybe, yeah. and there's something weird about us. I think us. he was like, wait a minute, I... I can't kill you, you're me. Detect with my gene magnets that we are connected. <laughs> but I mean, there's also a lot more to unpack here, because Tella just suicide bombed himself. Yep. And it didn't work. <laughs> like, he didn't kill Golbez. And he didn't die. Tella, None of it worked. Tella's dead. Oh, right. Tella is dead right now. Tella was like, my daughter died, I gotta get revenge. Those kids sacrificed themselves. It's my time to step up to right. the plate. And he walks up and blows himself up by casting <laughs> Medio. And Golbez goes like, oh, that, that hurt. Leave. It hurt. Yeah, I gotta hurt. get out of here. Yeah, but like, but Tella is dead. But Tella, for fuck's sake. Yeah, this guy's dead. Ah, uh, seems okay. <laughs> oh boy, I failed. See, yeah, Tella's not dead. No, he's about to die. Oh, he's sitting oh, there right. going he's like go mortally right. wounded, yeah, saying yeah, like, I failed. <laughs> he's like, with it, he, yeah, it's even more tragic. He's Not only is he not dead yet, he's, he lived long enough to see that his action was totally futile. <laughs> I brought this upon myself because I lost myself in hatred. <laughs> Avenge my daughter for me. <laughs> he's like, don't let it go. <laughs> Definitely continue and the hatred. And avenge me now. Yeah. Tella. Tella. No, Tella. Nutella. Nutella. We need a Nutella to spread on our toes. Right, old nag. Rest in peace with your daughter. 
And every other person who's ever been dead. <laughs> we will avenge Anna and you. We will be consumed Kane. by the hatred that killed you. Come on, Kane. We have room for one more. What have I done? <laughs> it's not your fault. You've been hypnotized. Where is... Oh, yeah. Where's Rosa? Yeah. He we took the crystal. Time. It's above. What's above? So Kane's a good guy now. I guess. There's Rosa. What? Uh? What? what the fuck? Did she just get crushed? No, by... she just... Did we let her out right as she was gonna get crushed? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. She was in like a chair and a big heavy bowling ball was above her head. Mm -hmm. And she, we pulled her out of the chair right as the bowling ball fell. It's confusing because when you look at this static image of the room with her tied up, the bowling ball hanging above her doesn't read as like a thing that could fall. No, it, it reads, reads as, as like a part of, part of the wall. Of the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since playing this, I like watched a speed run and I wound up learning a bunch about like other versions of the game. In pretty much every other version, that's a guillotine. Yeah, they changed makes a so lot more sense like, than a big acme bowling ball like they went back and played it and they were like that's unclear <laughs> <laughs> i think we got her out of the chair right as a ball was gonna fall on her head and kill her that would be a cruel and probably often like inefficient <laughs> execution device like instead of a blade or something that falls and definitely kills you like a heavy ball falls on your head and probably kills you well at the very least like damages you Severely, like I imagine a skull. lot of times in that room, it's like you, they're like, okay, the execution is complete. And then you hear this, oh, yeah, they're just like from uh, under the ball, making one of those horrible noises. That yeah. You're like, and like, they're, you know, you either watch them bleed out for the next 10 to 20 minutes or they just survive it and they have terrible brain damage. Anyway, that issue is totally avoided in this game, shockingly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy, getting cozy. What the Are fuck? They fucking right? Sid. Sid, relax. It really I was under control. I swear. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I totally was under control. But I also wanted to keep you close to me, Rosa, because there's a love triangle here now. So Kane is claiming that he was mind-controlled, but now he's not. Mm -hmm. But also, he sort of did it because he, he just wanted to stay close to Rosa to keep her safe. <laughs> Which is like, if somebody said some shit like this to your girlfriend in front of you... <laughs> Like, it would seem weird, right? It would if, seem weird. if your best friend, mm -hmm. like, who mm -hmm. had been betraying you, then was, like, was with <laughs> your girlfriend and you was, like, I just wanted to stay close to you. Like, <laughs> at the beginning of the game, Rose is waking up in strange beds. Mm -hmm. Sid has mm -hmm. weird things to say about her. Yep. Now Kane is doing this. It's like, sh this is all right in front of Cecil, but, like, if you're going to play the field while you have a boyfriend, Cecil is the perfect one because he's never going to notice anything. He's fresh off the turnip truck. Exactly. All is forgiven. Come on. We really must hurry. It, it is, is too, too dangerous, dangerous here. here. Hurry up, Kane. I'm getting tired. Take your, you can take your darkness armor off. We got Rosa and Kane. Two for one deal over here. Mm-hmm. What happened to Gobez? I don't know. If we were a second late, Rosa would have been crushed. Yep, you're right. I was totally right. What what kind of a kill mechanism is that? <laughs> like a really old school silent filmy villain kind of one. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. It is the Vilus of the Air, one of Gobez's four fiends of the elements. Think you're the only one who can fight in the air? I thought we just fought some air fiends. I don't think it was the air fiend. Whoa! Ooh. Jump. 
The Fiend of Air, and we beat her in a minute. Have we killed all the fiends yet? You know, the last and mightiest of us four is still left. Fuck! <laughs> oh, Perish no. with this tower! Oh boy. So we're gonna collapse with the tower. Watch out. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hold on to me. Exit. Oh yeah, oh, good spell to nice, cast right now. Good spell to use. So Rosa casts exit and we appear in our room. Yeah. Back we, at home in Baron yeah, to regroup. <laughs> we re, we all regroup in our bedroom. <laughs> wow. Wow. Where is it? It's, it's your room. Baron. The crystal of earth from Tororia was taken away. This means Golbez has gathered all the crystals. No, there are other crystals. Oh boy. Boo! <laughs> you really thought we were done with this game? And the big twist is revealed now that Kane is back on our side. We're like, ah, oh, shit, well, he has all the crystals. And he's like, but wait, there's more crystals. There's more crystals. There's more crystals. I, I thought there were only four. Then the rumor is true. You know, Sid, you could have mentioned the rumor. Right. Oh, the dark crystals oh, on the underside down. Oh, on the the reversicle. On the reversicle, yeah. In the inverse side up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the crystals of this world are those of light. They're Actually. the hidden crystals. They are the dark crystals. Look, it's not that complicated, but... No, it's cool, though. It's, it's like... What I like is the way the whole story of Final Fantasy 1 kind of fits within this, where it's like you, you're basically doing Final Fantasy 1 by defeating all the fiends and getting all the crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life. I mean, that's definitely structurally part of it. Right. Therefore, Golbez has only gathered half of all the crystals, but the rumors do not say the whereabouts of the dark crystals. They're in the downside up. Golbez knows. We must hurry then. Where is it, Kane? Literally the hidden side of the earth. The underground. <laughs> it's literally Yang has never heard of this. She's like underground? underground? That sounds you there's fake. something under I, where my feet are? I, I think that's made up. How dig a hole? Anyway, he said when all the crystals of light and darkness are gathered. The way to the moon opens. The way to the moon? The way to the moon. When all of the crystals turn together? I guess so. I guess so. (laughs) This is the clue to the secret. (laughs) So he said you should have it. The magma key. So after Kane explains to us that the other crystals are underground, which (laughs) we've heard of from that weird town. That's right. We're like, how are we going to get there? He's like, well, guess what? Golbez gave me a key. (laughs) Which, this is literally the second time in the game that Golbez brainwashed someone and then gave them, like, the most important key he has on his key ring. And then we slap him and in the face. We, yeah, we slap him. And they him. wake up, and they're like, you know what else? I got the key. Yeah, they still have the key. And Golbez is like, shit. Like, checking his pockets. Yeah, like, I shouldn't did, have did, left did Kane, it with that guy. Is it, Did I leave it in Kane's coat? But so we have the magma key, and we know where to put it. We got to drop it in the bottomless well. Drop it in the well. We know what to do with that. I think we do. Yeah. Because oh, we met the people who were like, right. when we put the magma key back, shit will be good. Something will happen. <laughs> Use the, this place at a certain... Dwarves didn't need sunlight. Maybe we won't either. 
Where could it pause? Nice fart. It was a nice fart. What? <laughs> What's to think about? We have the Enterprise to fly I can't around the world. They call in it no the time. Enterprise. The Gaul. The Gaul. The Gaul. The Gaul. The Gaul Ducat. The Gaul Ducat. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's a two percenter. Or is it for this audience? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think it is. But it was left in the, the Tower of Zot. Didn't I tell you? It's the latest. It's Gaul Duzat. Back in Baron by remote control. Let's find a save point. I am done. We are so close to the end of this. Uh, oh, we're not to the end of the We're like so close, manual? it's ridiculous. So we're like exhausted here, and we're ready to go home and be done for the day. But yeah, I definitely I, am. The instruction manual that came with the game has like a walkthrough up to a certain point, and I go and I look through it, and I'm like, "Wow, we've done this, we've done that," and I'm like, "Oh wow, we're like one page away from the end." Yeah, we're like really close to the end of the instruction <laughs> booklet, let's, so we're like, we have to finish it off. Let's do it. What's left? Uh, we go to the island of Agard. Yeah, that's where I was gonna go. Yeah. What, I mean, what could she even equip? Like, All do you that have good a shit that we gave to fucking dead man who's dead now and gone and don't have his stuff anymore because he's dead. Staff. God, the number of things we've equipped to people who have died in this game is extremely upsetting. <laughs> good things. <laughs> yeah, a lot of really good items. That's the real sad part of the death. Isn't the, the character and dies? Kids turn themselves to stone of their own will. You saw it. In the they had like a million I had awesome things on their bodies. When they finally make a good video game adaptation, like the kind of thing that needs to be in it is that like there should be a tragic death of a character, and then immediately, like the leader of the group, like rips all of the guy's clothes off and like goes through his pockets, and everyone like redistributes all his shit. And they okay, just leave do you him. want his sword? Do you they want his shield? They just leave him like naked, lying in the mud somewhere, <laughs> and like are wearing all of his clothes. <laughs> I mean, after that, the old man had a death wish. It's true. All right, go into the go to the bottomless well. Just drop the key in it. You do just drop the key in. That's how it works. It uh, seems like the world's ending. <laughs> see, this seems bad. <laughs> What have we done? What have we done? We drop the key in a well. It hits the bottom of the bottomless well. And then everything turns red and a mountain explodes. It like comes back to us looking down the well like, what happened? Uh, everything's fine now. Okay. The amazing thing is that the town is fine. The town is unchanged. Uh, they, <laughs> they haven't even felt the earthquake damage. The mountain they built their town in the shadow of has just collapsed. <laughs> and not just, I mean, like, there's like a hole yeah. where it used to be. It, instead of a mountain is a giant hole. Like, uh, looking out right now at the hills near us, yeah. if one of these hills collapsed into a hole, <laughs> I feel like the, everything would be leveled. Like, the earthquake... <laughs> It wouldn't be good. Everyone here is excited about it, though. They've been waiting for the magma key. Yeah, they've been waiting for this mountain to blow up. Mm -hmm. But the hole ends up leading down to a place that you can fly down into, and there's a whole other world that's below our world. 
How unsettled would you be if you realized that all of the ground under you was just like a thin layer over like a cavern? Oh my God. It like, probably won't, but like the, if it cracked, you could just fall many miles into an underground. Yeah. Just like. Well, there, there being like a hole that leads down to like, I mean, how thick is this crust that you're standing on? It's not like when you go into the underground area, there's like support columns keeping the world up. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, sinkholes are a thing here in California. It's not like that either. <laughs> it's, where no. There's some places where it happens. It's like all of the earth is there's, hovering over is, a is layer hollow. of Earth. It's yeah, a it's a hollow Earth thing. It's the hollow Earth theory, which I would find deeply disturbing. Yeah, I would not be okay with that. that. Well, I heard that a version of the hollow Earth theory isn't even that the Earth that we're standing on is hollow. It's that we're all on the inside of some. Oh, that we're like, yeah, we're like on the inside surface of a circle. We're like in the opening credits for Game of Thrones, where right. the sun is like in the middle and the Earth is um, exactly concave, exactly, and we're all, we're all walking around. And my my question is like, so are stars just really small? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons, because <laughs> when you looked at the horizon, you wouldn't see it fall off. You would, you would see, see it, it like. Up. Bend upwards. So we take our airship and fly straight into this hole in the earth. Underground, right to the reversicle. Right to the reversicle. <laughs> and in the reversey wersey land is the Red Wings and their airship. There's a lot of r- space underground yeah. for airships to be it's, flying around. That's what I'm saying. It's a huge, <laughs> it's like a huge cavern. area. With a lot of magma around and the Red Wings show up and they're like, fuck you. But then some tanks show up and they're like, fuck you, Red Wings. Mm-hmm. It's a whole battle that we show up on. The Red Wings. They're down here. Our old friends. And they're fighting. They're fighting the underground. They're fighting the. What are those? They're like tanks. Tanks. Hold out, Enterprise. We're going down. Cecil. Yeah, I think I've officially settled on Cecil. It's Cecil. So the Enterprise gets caught in the crossfire and crashes underground near a town. Castle, Castle Dwarves. of Dwarves! <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I forgot Super Nintendo Squaresoft Dwarves look crazy. Yeah, look at them. Lally-ho. Like, they're not dwarves. They're, like, horned cow face things. <laughs> what? Gulbaz is a bad guy, but you seem different. Yeah, I'm a totally different... Uh, Lally-ho, meet King Gyoti. A lot of the names to me in this game are like, if you were not an English speaker, and you were just imitating English sounds. You're like, what is an English sounding name? You'd be like, King Gyot. Yeah, Gyot sounds like an English yeah, name. It's, it's got the g, it's got some vowelage, and then it's got a sharp sound at the end. <laughs> It's so weird to say it. King Gyat. 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 Gyat out of my house, man. It makes me wonder, like, what the names were originally, like, in the Japanese game. Right. I don't know for sure, but I doubt that they were, like, Palom and Porum and <laughs> no, Cecil. yeah. And it makes me feel that often it would have been better to leave the original name, whatever that was, yeah, than yeah. to translate it to something that's, like, hard to say. Right. Anyway, I've well, ranted about it enough, wait, but I just love the idea of like uh, that that old Japanese name, Cecil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Luca. I can't find my dolls. Have you seen them? <laughs> can't find my dolls. 
I guess those are chin straps, but they look like like snots, like when the snots, the uh, snouts, snouts. <laughs> Lolly home is our password. <laughs> Why are you telling me that? Together, three, three two, two, one. Lolly ho. Authorized doors only. Dwarf items are strong. You strange. Can use it, okay. Oh, strange. He thinks they're strange. Man, they must really be weird. <laughs> All right, we gotta talk to the king. We're not authorized to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. King's room. I am the king of dwarves, Giat, and the ruler of the underground. Okay. I was the ruler of the underground back in my day, too. <laughs> you came for the crystals? I'm afraid two out of four have been taken. Late. Late again! The crystal in this castle is still safe. Our tanks turned them away. We have seen your tanks fighting against the airships. Ah, you call those flying things airships? You have strange things in the world above. Would you support us with your airship? Ah, ah, I wish I could, but it has been greatly damaged from the last fighting and landing. Ah, ah. Oh, oh. Do you need anything to do the repairs? Ah, ah, the airship won't last in the heat of lava. Ha, I must go back to the upper world. Ha, ha, and wrap the body with mystic silver. Ha, ha, what? see you later. <laughs> Mystic Silver. So Sid decides that what he needs to do now is like do some some heat shield some work, some manual work on the airship. Yeah, yeah. You know? Where's, Where's the, crystal? the crystal? It is hidden behind my throne. Yang, I feel someone eavesdropping on us. Oh, because he's karate man. He oh, what the fuck? So this is kind of hard to describe, but like behind the wall where there's just a black space that nothing exists, like uh, something or someone jumps up behind it see, so that you can, can see, see that, that there's somebody back there where the crystal is. This is a great example of how the story in this game unfolds because we get down here <laughs> and what happens in this room is like, oh, we have the airship, but the airship won't work because it can't stand the heat. So Sid's like, I'm taking off to wrap it in silver. And then he just goes. And then it's like, where's the crystal? The crystal's fine. The crystal's right behind me as, as it so happens. It's like they're improvising this. <laughs> <laughs> like it is all happening in this room. And then it's like, he's like, it's right behind me and it's fine. And then Yang goes like, but wait, I hear somebody behind you. Yeah. And then like somebody's behind him. And yeah. then there's a room Everybody's behind just yes anding. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, the dolls. Oh, those are the dolls that that little girl was looking for. Oh, you're right. They were missing. And now they're alive? Uh, what the fuck? They're jumping. Dwarf items are strange. Dwarf items are strange. <laughs> they were totally right about that. They warned us. We're the Calbrena, you fools. What? No! We'll take this good news as presents to Master Goebbels. He'd be a poho. No. Oh my god. Okay. The improvisation continues <laughs> as we fight a bunch of murderous dolls yeah. who say that they work for Golbez uh -huh. and they're going to take the crystal. We beat them and then Golbez just shows up. He was there the whole time. Yeah. Cecil, I am you. I'm dark you. I'm from the underside. Golbez, you got, you got me. You got me the other day. But now the old mage is gone. I'll tell you why I'm gathering the crystals. All the crystals, both light and darkness, are the keys to reactivate the Tower of Babel. Babel. <laughs> the Tower of Babel. That leads to the moon. It is said the moon possesses powers beyond human comprehension. 
He's like, I'm going to tell you my plan. What is his plan? His plan is to get all the crystals and go to the moon because the moon has power. The Tower of Babel. Yeah, he's got to open the Tower of Babel. To go to the moon. To get, yeah, un- in- incomprehensible power. But why is he telling us? Um, Because if he didn't, who would? <laughs> uh, I think that's honestly what it is, is like, for the story to work at all, they were like, at this point, they have to realize that these crystals are for something. And they have to go to the moon. <laughs> Jesus. Who else is going to do it? Jesus Christ. Kane could have done it. You're totally right. Because he did it before. He did it before. If Kane hadn't heard the whole story from Golbez at some point in this process, that would be crazy. It, I mean, it seemed like he and Golbez were like hanging out. Like Golbez yeah. was taking Kane's advice. Yeah. Kane could have done it. He could have, yeah. And there's only one more crystal to get. You've been very helpful. Receive your last reward. What the fuck? Well, I guess, and then he fights us. So he assumes that he's going to tell us what's going on, and then he's going to kill us. Yeah, Yeah. He's going to auto-win, I think. I don't think we can stand a chance. Is that it? Yeah, that's got to be. I mean, we just did a whole boss fight that was legit. Now, hold gas. (laughs) He just farted on us. Wait till you see. Mealtime, Shadow. He's a caller. Where is all our caller? She got eaten by Leviathan. Demolished. Yeah, but when is she gonna rise from the ashes and, like, be able to call Leviathan? I wish she would do it right now. There we go. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing! Yeah, what really happened in that moment was that Rydia's mist dragon showed up. We haven't seen Rydia yet, but her mist dragon showed up, and we know it's her. I don't think we've ever been as in sync with a game as <laughs> yeah, at this point. Exactly. We're like finishing each other's sentences. Dozen hours into the game, like we've been playing all day. Yeah, and we're like, <laughs> seems like Rydia should show up. And then who should show up but like, seconds later? Literally seconds later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good work, timing that. Who is it? Who could it possibly be? Is it Rydia? Or is it Rydia? It also oh, could look be at Rydia. How much she can call? Oh, look at her call. In- no Leviathan. Indra, call a Jin. Call a Titan. Call call them all. Call the Ghostbusters. Fuck it. Get them on the phone. Get everybody on the phone. <laughs> Get every summon on the phone. Shiva. Summon spells are cool. Oh shit. We just beat Gold Gurbles. Nah, not for real. He's gonna be like, you, you got lucky again. You keep getting lucky, you keep getting lucky. <laughs> I don't know. What kind of magical ass adventure have you been on? What happened to your radio? The guy that swallowed me and took me to the land of the summoned monsters. <laughs> You where? Okay. It's the world where all the summoned monsters live. I can't use any more white magic, but I increased my powers as a collar and user of black magic. So Riddy is back, and she's like 10 years older all of a sudden, and we're all like, whoa, you're all growing up. And she's like, you've gone through some changes. (laughs) She's like, I've been in the land of the summoned monsters where time flows differently. I've lived 10 years among monsters, learning their ways Mm -hmm. and how to be black magic. (laughs) And uh, And now I'm a totally normal person, just like you. Just like you. (laughs) Color Riddy joined. 
I do not perish. Kick him in the head. What the fuck? He crawls away. Oh. Golbez didn't perish. We did beat him, but now he's like a hand, and the hand is crawling away. Yeah, his hand is fine. So he's fine. His hand is gonna become a full version of him later on. It's like the opposite of Darth Vader, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's crawling. He's it's, taking it's, the crystal. Like what the anyway. fuck? Oh my. He took the crystal. We, we could have stopped that. Golbez's hand crawls over to the crystal Takes slowly. It. Yeah. Jumps on it. And vanishes. <laughs> we could have grabbed the hand at any time. So now we're in the awkward position of explaining to the dwarf king that we lost his crystal. <laughs> but we Nobody still beat him. Nobody tell him that we lost it to a hand. <laughs> yeah. Because seriously. Leave that part out. Sorry, dwarf. Golvez took the crystal. Where is it? In, in the, the sealed cave of Northwest. That's what it's known as? But do not worry. The cave cannot be entered without the key. Now's the chance for us to regain other crystals in the Tower of Babel. What? What? But we must do something now. Has everyone met Rosa? <laughs> now is the, <laughs> the only. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> this is the Karate Man from the town of Fable. Save <sighs> and let's call it a day. Yeah, that's quite an opening session. So that's the end of day one, and man, were we fucking tired. Yeah, you might not be able to hear it in that last episode. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but we were pretty much at just the end of our physical limit. Yeah, before. it was 2 a.m. at this point. Yeah, well, that's what we thought our physical limit was. Yeah, that's a good point. But the thing is, is like this game, had the whole day of play had gotten us kind of excited for more because mm -hmm. we were enjoying it. We wanted to keep point. playing. So, like, we really, we came ready for we, day two. We came back for day two ready to play. We came more ready than you should arrive for anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. This is like, I don't know, what's a thing you get ready for? Like, you get all roided up for the <laughs> yeah, weightlifting yeah. competition. Right, yeah. And you lift the most weights. Uh-huh. But you also, like, uh, lose your sphincter. And, like, your organs fall out of your body. But you do win the competition. That's what you all have to look forward to in the back half of season two. Please rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us at noonecanknowaboutthis.com. You can find us at nocappodcast on Twitter and nocappodcast at gmail.com. And consider heading on over to patreon.com slash nocat. Mm -hmm. If you want to get the episodes on Monday instead of Thursday, that's how you can do that. All uh, those reviews and Patreon subscribers and all of it really uh, brings a smile to our face. A big one. Mm -hmm. Big ass smile. So join us all next week for episode seven. But first, here's a taste of next week. Uh, no one could know about this. Oh, I did it. You did? Exit. Yep. Fuck. There is a solution. I'm going to try to make my line through extra thick. I don't know that I'm going to be able to. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> it's a pretty long route all the way through, I gotta say. It goes a long way. Be the maze. Be the maze. Be the maze. I mean, I suppose you can always forfeit, but... I don't want to do that. You don't want to start your maze career with a forfeit on a half brain? I know. Now I'm getting lost on the way back, trying to fill in the line. <laughs> Hmm. Yep, I just started filling in thickly the wrong line. There's some turn I'm not taking and I somehow can't see. Would you like a clean copy? 
You know what? <laughs> I do. I would like a clean copy. Yeah, I need to start this whole thing over because this is a mess. Or is that going to make it harder? I would give you a hint, but I can't remember how I went through it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to try going from the end. Backward. Okay. Is that... We'll put an asterisk on your record. Well, that's the thing. I, <laughs> all right, let me keep trying. I don't know that it would be any easier. <laughs> I, I tried to go back to, like, mark my path off, and I kept making wrong turns to go back to the beginning. Oh, here's a path I never took. Fuck yeah. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> it was like, where you else it. do I go? Did I do it? Mm-hmm. I did it! There you go. Fuck yeah! My mind feels dull. It does not feel sharp right now. I feel like I should have been able to do that much sooner. I feel like the lesson I learned was you, you can't solve it by aiming at the exit. You know, it's not gonna help. <laughs> no, that's not the idea. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, look at this. Well, thank you for joining us for this installment of Keeping Your Mind Sharp. Mm -hmm. Do you have any closing thoughts? Did you enjoy this maze? I, I did enjoy this maze. Because the other one was over in, like, just a couple minutes. Right. You know? Right. You couldn't call that an activity. <laughs> no. You, know, you couldn't sit down after a day of work with your tea and your pipe and right. relax and do that maze. It's over it's before you've had a sip of your tea. Right. <laughs> This one I feel like you could do as like a tea break. I got lost and frustrated, you know, in, mm -hmm. a, in a way that was, I guess, when I did finally figure it out and I saw that one branching pathway I missed, mm -hmm. it was like I did it. Maybe doing a lot of hard mazes will just teach us to deal with frustration. What if that's the meditation that it is, is it's to possible. deal with frustration? We're getting to the bottom of it. What if what if the maze is different for every individual? What if, what if it helps you work on all kinds of things? Well, I mean, it certainly was different for you than it was for me. Mm-hmm. I assume that we took different lessons from it. Yeah, and our t our score is tied now. Yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> I'm coming for you. I gotta, I gotta keep my mind sharp. Keep your mind sharp.